unspace. They really, really got to work on their their fake sci-fi terms because that's that's like bottom of the barrel. That's just lame. <laughs> it's been through unspace. Too much energon. Too much energon. Like this podcast. <laughs> the beasts are here, McLeod, for the gathering. Freedom is the right of all sentient beings, Megatron. But they better stay out of my way. Blah, 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. Big time Gary himself. Man, these things look like toys. Maximal! Maximal! Does that mean transform? Titor, what have you done? I am transformed. Sigma <laughs> balls, Gary! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Too Much Energon. Yeah, well, this will be uh, episode 118 of Too Much Energon, and uh, I'm The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal, your other host. Uh, this week on Too Much Energon, we are once again traveling back in time to not quite as far this time. I think the next one we recorded, uh, it would have been early 2022, because I know there was a there was a period of time early last year where... Uh, we recorded a bunch of too much Galavar episodes like in quick succession. Yeah. And uh, this time we actually, uh, from this episode onward, the, um, uh, there's video, there's a video component to it. How dare. So you get to, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, which, well, no one really does, but <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be actually be seeing us and not just a, a blank white screen, which is the thing that I, which is, uh, Thing that's happening because of a, uh, a glitch in the um, matrix. Yeah, that's right. That's that's it. Glitch <laughs> in the the program that I'm using. It doesn't like AVI files of, with still images for some reason. Hmm. I blame the Decepticons. Yeah, it's definitely definitely them. Predacons, Gremlins, <laughs> Terrorcons. Ooh, Terrorcons. Oh, actually. Uh, uh, just before recording, uh, me and uh, Cal were talking about uh, throwing around ideas for movies for uh, too much commentary uh, over on Patreon.com slash Lasercomb. We should do Gremlins 2. Uh, you know what? People are familiar enough with Gremlins 1. There's no reason to do Gremlins 1. No. Gremlins 2, though. Gremlins 2 is a, is a fucking bananas movie. <laughs> yes, we're doing we're doing Gremlins 2. Yeah. It had to have happened. I'll put that on the uh, I'll put that on the poll, and hopefully people vote for it. Anyway, if not, it's going on it next time. We're, we're, it'll just keep going on until it eventually uh, wins, or we just decide fuck it and do it anyway. We did that with um, what kept losing, and then we ended up doing it anyway. I don't know. One of the many <laughs> we've done it for. Yeah, I. I I think it might have been uh, Mortal Kombat. I kept putting it on the the polls, but then we just decided, and it never won. But we just decided to do it eventually anyway. What a fun movie! Yeah, and I had never seen it prior to doing that commentary track. Oh shit! <laughs> right. Anyway, without further ado, we're jumping into uh, Rufus's time traveling phone booth and heading back to last year. Too much energy. 
Well, some news came out recently that IDW Publishing uh, actually lost the publishing rights to the Transformers comic book. So, (laughs) So our favorite Beast Wars comic released in 2021 will be coming to an end in June of 2022 with issue 17. So when that news broke, I was like, well, this podcast now officially has a uh, a shelf life to it. So why not uh why not just hunker down and get the get the ball rolling and finish this baby up. That's right. Yeah. So we're yeah, you, about- you know I it's it's been a while since we've recorded something when I am like, "Hey, do you want to should we do too much Galavar?" <laughs> <laughs> Remember, remember that uh, Beast Wars comic book podcast we did? I no. could have swore Scorponok was wore a hat that said "Coach" in, in one of them. Okay, so when I go went back uh, a couple hours ago at the time of recording, um, when I went back and uh, reread through issue ten, I felt like we had talked about it before. I so swear, I, right? So, so I went into the um, the the podcast feed and looked what uh, what the latest issue was that we talked about. So I'm like. Man, we must have just had a conversation about this issue off air or something. Same. I'm like, I swear we we actually discussed this and, and talked Spec- about but specifically Scorpionok and his fucking coach hat. <laughs> but I, I guess we just uh it was just in just in passing. Just in passing, just in mm-hmm. preamble. It's probably yeah. in some preamble out there somewhere that no one's listened to. Yeah, it's out there. It's out there. Go find it on patreon.com slash lasercom. Uh, so yeah, we're talking about issue 10 of uh, IDW's Beast Wars comic book. Maximal Strike Back Part 1 of 3, apparently. Oh, oh. Um, when was this issue? When was this issue even published? Ages ago now. It was published. It's been 84 years. Close. It came out November twenty fourth of two thousand one. Uh, oh, so basically, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, time of recording it is currently April of twenty twenty two. As you'll be able to see on we're the right uh, on top of this shit, we're right <laughs> on top of this shit. We'll be you'll be able to see the uh, uh, the the date stamp on the uh, the, the episode of, in your podcast uh, provider of choice because. Uh, I'm not wasting any time. This uh, this baby's getting uploaded right away after after we finish recording. There we go. Yep. Uh, so, so, what do we got for the the maximals going on the offense here? Uh, a bunch of a, a lot of maximals say some maximal bullshit. At the beginning. Yeah. So I would just like to point out that my uh, my favorite artist is back for this issue. I'm glad that you pointed it out because I wanted to remind you. <laughs> Anybody familiar with the show? Um, the last few issues uh, have had kind of a, an OG like style to it, and Siege really liked that. Yeah, a much more traditional comic book art style. Uh, but it opened with the the first uh, I want to say six, seven um, issues were this artist here, a very yeah. stylized. Uh, I think you you said it was kind of like anime ish. Uh, the the art style specifically reminds me of the show Transformers Animated. 
Yes. Which we covered a couple of episodes of on our main Beast Wars podcast, Too Much Energon, for our holiday special uh, this this past Christmas. We uh, covered uh, a two-part, two-parter of Transformers Animated because they were literally the only Christmas-themed episodes in, in Transformers Anything. So I'm like, well, I want to talk about Transformers and Christmas. Yeah, right? Uh, and it- and we, I mean, we dug it. <laughs> yeah, we dug it. Uh, and I it, I even liked the art style in that show, but I don't like it in this comic. So I don't, it's a I, little, don't know, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to describe it. It's very pointy. <laughs> very pointy. It's very pointy. If anyone is listening to this, uh, they undoubtedly have read the comic book or yeah. at least seen the artwork. So you, you, you know what we're talking about when we say it's pointy. Yeah, but... um. <clears throat> uh the this current artist for issue 10 onwards um they did the first half dozen they changed artists for a few issues and then they brought this one back i wonder why like i scheduling issues or uh, probably to keep the book on a monthly schedule that's what i'm wondering uh josh bircham and written by eric burnham I almost thought it was Josh Burnham, and I was like, "Is he getting his brother?" <laughs> <laughs> Eric and Eric and Josh, Eric, Eric and Josh. Burnham and Josh Burcham. Yeah, that uh, that that is quite a duo in uh, in terms of naming conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I I, I suspect because like uh, uh, Josh Burcham, uh, typically in comics, the the artist has the has several issues in the can before they start releasing it. So he probably had at least by the time the, the comic first started coming out, he probably had at least the first three issues already done up. Right. So as those were coming out on a monthly basis, he was a, would have been able to draw the rest of them. And then for the next arc, they switch artists to give him time to finish up the, to do all the art for the uh, following uh, for the following story arc and indeed because uh, I I've read ahead like I'm already I've read all the way did they, up to, did they switch back and forth they switch back and forth yeah. okay that's that's cool I, I it's probably for scheduling like reasons yeah. right like the, these people are professionals um, but I kind of like that I like it when um, one series actually changes art styles uh, multiple times I can't um, list anything like off the top of my head, but there was one series I read back in the like late 2000s. Uh, I couldn't remember what it was. Punisher? No, something else. Uh, but it had gone through, there were like 18 issues, but four different artists. Mm. See, I, I actually like uh, uh, more consistent I like, I, I like the artwork to be consistent, uh, except when it's uh, the the artwork of Josh Burcham here. Because, oh, well, <laughs> well, no, no, I, I've actually seen his his work in other comics, and he's fine. His, his art's fine. I just don't like the style. So, uh, uh, Josh, Josh, uh, I I want to apologize. I'm not trying to slag your art, your you as an artist. I just don't like the stylistic choice you made here. Yeah, yeah. He he appreciates you, friend of the show. Yeah, undoubtedly listening to this right now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
Anyway, so yeah, the the issue opens with um, with Gary Primal standing on the, uh, the the bridge of the Axelon, and he basically tells the Maximals that he's tried to be like overly cautious since they crash landed on planet Energon, and that uh, uh, he wanted to he wanted to like keep them safe, like keep the within the axelon and with the energy shields up safe from danger while they waited for like cybertron to come through time and rescue them how cybertron would just like know exactly where to travel in time to to rescue them who knows and they address that on uh beast wars like the mainframe entertainment show from the 90s um because they try to send out like a a satellite signal to a probe uh that's looking for them that's passing by the planet oh um i mean i guess uh, they could they could uh, probably a, a signature when you when you blast trans- through I, it leaves I, I was gonna say maybe they can track a transwarp signature yeah of the of the predacon ship right they talked about it last it, it's been a few months it's, it's been a hot, hot it's couple been, of cycles it's been several months we it's we recorded at least the last... one entire sunday afternoon <laughs> Uh, we recorded the last episode of this podcast like four or five months ago, I think, at this point. Yeah, we're, we're, we're catching up. But yeah, that that's what it is. They can uh, trace the transwarp signal through space and time. They, yeah, yeah. they got this shit. Yeah, so so Gary was like, well, uh, so yeah, I was trying to be cautious, but you know what? Fuck that. And then he starts... Uh, uh, killing the time... Or singing The Time to Kill is Now by uh, by Cannibal Corpse. Or rather, Dinobot starts singing that. There we go. <laughs> uh, good song. And uh, yeah, there's bickering back and forth, but basically it's like, oh, but they won't expect it, which is why we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, Fair. We we get a little bit of backstory here uh, that I kind of appreciated because um, uh, Rat Trap is grilling Dinobot, like wanting to know, like, what what the deal what the dealio is about with the the golden disc and everything and uh dinobots like well gary over there already knows i filled him in and they're and rat traps like yeah but you didn't tell us motherfucker <laughs> and dinobot uh is like mm, you're right i didn't that's a <laughs> terrible dinobot impression <laughs> terrible dinobot impression uh, those those guys on Twitter will, will love us. Mm-hmm. Will we'll love it. Who uh, undoubtedly, definitely, absolutely will be listening to this. Oh, a hundred percent. Just for a little bit of context, uh, we we had s- some people like on Twitter uh, say they really liked our main Beast Wars podcast, Too Much Energon. They really liked it, but they hated the uh, the the terrible impressions that we did and that we should bring them onto our show so they can do it properly. It's actually made me lean into making my impressions worse. I gotta be honest. Like actually trying to make them even worse. It wasn't like, hey, how's it going? It was like, hey, hey, you guys are great and all, but it was like they pulled a Kanye and like plugged themselves while saying that we were terrible and uh yeah. It's just a weird like intro. It's like, oh hi, yeah, nice to meet you too. Um, we're not really trying to go for accurate impressions. Yeah, anybody yeah. familiar with like too much energon? They've like devolved into like caricatures. <laughs> just absolute madness. 
which is more fun. Yeah, totally. Like, we're not voice actors trying to, like, convince and, oh, have you guys seen this uh, this Beast Wars, like, podcast? Oh, it's terrible. But I only listen because of the amazing impressions they do. Yeah, yeah, we're I, not we're not auditioning for like the next chapter of War for Cybertron here. I mean, but may, maybe we should. I mean, maybe we should. Maybe did, we did should you hear some some of those guys. Uh, maybe we should. Yeah, right. Maybe we should like um, uh, redo the voices of. Uh, uh, we should re-record ourselves. Should re-record War for Cybertron Kingdom with and like go full on like trucker Rhinox and everything, <laughs> or like an issue of this. Uh, you, I, you know, I know you're kidding, but like maybe we should. <laughs> Maybe for the the last issue of this uh, of this comic, which will be uh, issue seventeen, we can actually just do a reading of it. I, I kind of dig that. <laughs> yeah, deal. There we go. <laughs> All right, listeners, uh, uh, keep an eye out for that. That'll be uh, uh, sometime later this year. Uh, so, so anyway, so Dinobot starts filling him in, and I kind of appreciate uh, this because we get a little bit of backstory about how the Maximals actually happened upon the golden disc mm -hmm. which is something on too much energon and watching through the beast wars cartoon something i always wondered about it's like how did the, how did the uh decepticons even get their hands on it to begin with how did they get their hands on it why did the maximals even have it, it yeah it's just a mysterious artifact <laughs> that they stole yeah yeah, so uh, according to Dinobot, the, there was a uh, Energon uh, mining station on an asteroid and an Earth satellite crashed on it. It would have been the Voyager probe um, that had the golden disk on it. And the the disk was coated in something called, what is it, uh, Unspace? Mm-hmm. It went they, through some... Something called unspace, which me tells them basically that this thing has traveled through time multiple times over. It's like unspace. Well, isn't unspace like solid matter? Uh, yeah. I. <laughs> so what? It like flew through a cloud of mashed potatoes. I. <laughs> like I, like space is the is when there's nothing. Yeah. Like most people, when they think of space, they think of uh, the near vacuum that makes right. up most of the the universe. So, like, on space is what ionized gas, a planet. It did it go through fluid space? Does it taste fluid like space? soup? Does does the Voyager probe taste like like soup? <laughs> wait, wait. Did it go through? It's named Voyager. Maybe it did go through fluidic space and encountered species 8472. Lipton chicken noodle soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, careful. <laughs> You're going to get the video <laughs> removed from YouTube. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. There, if you want context for that, listen to uh, episode 28 of the Lasercomb podcast. We haven't recorded it yet, but I intend to go into uh, getting a... Uh, uh, getting attacked by YouTube's copyright cops merely for referencing Star Trek. Who knows? Maybe no this audio. video will. Maybe this video will too. We'll see. Fluidic space, baby. We've said <laughs> it three times now. Um, so uh, on space. Uh, um, I, I like how one of these scientists is, uh, I think it's Wheeljack, the one in the middle. 
Uh, we we see three scientists. One of them kind of looks like Rhinox. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that just Rhinox? The one in the middle looks like uh, Wheeljack, and I, I I don't know who the one on the right is. Uh, some sort of aqua. Yeah, like, I don't know. She kind of looks like what a mermaid. It's they're cool. They're they're, they're neat looking. Yeah, does um, kind of look like Wheeljack though. The ears. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so ears. Rhinox, Wheeljack, and aquamarine there we go because i'm feeling creative today are doing up a science uh, and uh about, you know, about as creative as unspace they're they're doing up a science and out of the shadows a fucking like mustachioed villain very shady looking uh transformer this guy's obviously a uh predacon yeah, you look at like this guy, and it's just like this is a trustworthy face. He's got like a crooked nose and a fucking pencil mustache. <laughs> fucking Gomez Adams looking motherfucker. I didn't realize the mustache before. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I don't have we seen that before outside of um um the one in particular, um Alpha. Alpha Trion. Alpha Trion's got like a sweet Fu Manchu or something, right? I guess I guess Unicron kind of does too. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. Unicron. Oh, and um, uh, Cyc- I think Cyclone or not Cyclonus. Uh, one of the other uh, Scourge. Scourge. One of the other um, uh, one of Galvatron's cronies that got reformatted by by Unicron in Transformers the movie. Scourge has like a kind of a Fu Manchu thing going on. They look pretty Mongolian. Yeah, yeah. Changed over to uh, to um, the Unicronians. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> the uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the Galvatronics. <laughs> Unicron and the Galvatronics. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Check out the new hit single from Unicron and the Galvatronics. I dig that. One day, one day. All the, right, the, but the, yeah, the Billboard Top 100 hit. Uh, uh, don't don't eat my moon, baby. <laughs> don't eat my moon. Um, and their uh, upcoming single, um, uh, Unspace, tastes like ch- <laughs> like chicken noodle soup. Fucking on space, man. Anyways, I moving, <laughs> moving on. So the Voyager oh. probe uh, tastes like soup. It goes tastes through like space because of the on space. Oh. <laughs> um, the more they lick it, the more high they get, and they invent fucking subspace transwarp stuff because of like ancient human probe. Yeah, yeah, a probe from like. Uh, a, pr- a probe with a uh, literally a gold uh, record, like phonograph, phonographic disc from a satellite launched in the 60s gives the Maximals the ability to invent transwarp. But it's been going seems legit. It seems legit, but it's been going through time. So who knows? Anyway, so this douchebag scientist uh is like oh this is uh this is marvelous data the world needs to know and the rest of the scientists are like we should probably keep this classified this is uh not public information 
And so the, the douchey scientist is like, is like, I have to get that information out. Can you help me? And then just in an alley, we see uh, our our pal Megatron being like, why, yes, you need help? Here I am. I hang out in dirty alleys <laughs> waiting for people to ask me for help. You rang? Yeah. Like so, he's just fucking standing there while this guy. Not one of Megatron's cronies. He's like (laughs) Megatron hiding behind a fucking dirty dumpster, like in this like random ass alley. Looks pretty cyberpunk though. Like I kind of want a Cybertron (laughs) comic. And he's like, "Tell me more. (laughs) Tell me more. Tell me more." Next hit single from uh, Unicron and the. And the Galvatronians. <laughs> U- Unicron and the Galvatronics. Oh, Galvatronics. My bad. And the, we know the, the Voyager uh, probes were sent like 77. Oh, okay. Just so that people don't think that we're talking out our, our butt. <laughs> Even though I clearly was. I, I thought they were launched in like uh, 68 or 69. But my Nice. Bad. Well, the moon landing was... 69. Nice. But the yeah. Voyager probe launch was September 5th, 1977. Remember, remember the 5th of September. The <laughs> Voyager <laughs> the Voyager launching and probe. Yeah, rolls off the tongue. I so. can think of no reason the golden disc should ever be remiss. Hey. That, that's not bad. There we go. There's the <laughs> some of the lyrics from our, our hit single, Unspace. Unspace chicken soup for the Cybertronian soul. <laughs> you know, like the more we just uh, add, talk about bullshit, it's usually because there's not a lot going on in whatever we're reviewing. <laughs> yeah. But those end up being more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, trust me, we're making this seem real interesting. <laughs> we're making this much more interesting than the comic actually is. Besides, besides Megatron coming out of a dirty app, has how long has he been there? Does he just hang out there? <laughs> also, not one of his cronies, Megatron himself. Why this oh, sorry. is where I... <clears throat> Galvatron. He has a Galavar himself. Gal- Galavar. Galvatron. Galavar. Galavar. <laughs> uh why I live here. Yes. <laughs> yes the rental just... market, the med- rental market is insane on Iacon right now. Do you know how much money I'm saving by living in a dumpster? 2400 a month plus amenities. I just use the restaurant's Wi-Fi. I shower at the YMCA. Yes. <laughs> Fun to stay there, don't you know? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, God. So it's canon. <laughs> this is all canon now. Yeah, Galavar. This is already the, the best. The, this is already the, the best episode of Too Much Galavar. <laughs> the reason there was um a Predacon uprising and the stealing of the the golden disc is because of the uh, Iacon housing crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Dinobot, search within your heart. You know that paying over 2000 in rent is preposterous. Those Maximals ask for too much? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, hitting close to home. 
yeah. <laughs> Does it sound like we're being oddly specific with yeah. the uprising here? <laughs> but uh, okay, so what's going on here? Uh, there's a lot so, of text. So what, what we need to do uh, here in Victoria is just yell out, Enter the Dragon! Replace all the punch Nazi um, uh, protest signs with punch landlords. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're not wrong. Uh, although, although in my defense, my my landlords are pretty cool. There's a few. They're not in my de- in their defense. Yeah, there's a few that uh, not mine, but they're out there. <laughs> So what's going on? Um, oh, right. <laughs> Rat Trap goes up and he smacks a shuttle and he's like, eh, this baby can get you there in like two clicks. Uh, so uh, Gary explains that um, uh, that they're, that they're going to be going on the offensive now and um, that he, he basically explains that uh, they want to cripple the uh, the, the dark side and take the Predacons captive so they can be take take them back to Cybertron and make them stand trial. And I'm like, the dark side is the transwarp capable ship. Why don't you take the dark side and fly it back to Cybertron instead of disabling it? Silence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are not the ideas, man. <laughs> the funny thing is like they, all, most of the Predacons are, aren't on the ship. So yeah. when they do their little sneaky snake mission later, kind of seems like they could. <laughs> and as we've seen, Dinobot was like, he's not anymore. They probably changed it, but he could like voice command. He was still like the security engineer and they never like changed his admin password. Remember yeah, they when did. he was like, doors, close. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they weren't all like, uh, sign out of all devices and change password. <laughs> so, I mean, if things had gone differently, they could have absolutely, like, Grand Theft auto this this fucking ship and been yeah. like, bye. <laughs> See you later, fuckers. But instead, they're like, Let, let's hide behind the shield, I, I guess. Until they're they're not. Uh, so they're like, yeah. So the Maximals are like, uh, yeah. So how are we going to get there? And Gary Gary Primal is like, aha, we have a shuttle. And I'm like, cool, cool story, bro. What <laughs> happened in the good old days when you all just went into beast mode and fucking ran there, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, what I what I did find funny though was uh, Rat Trap is like, hey, wow, I had a bunny that turned into one of these things. That isn't oh. you, is it? That isn't you, is it, Box? That made me chuckle, because it's like, I mean, that is actually, like, a situation you could potentially run into in the world of Transformers. Yeah, one of the bigger... In the world of Transformers, one of them is a train and a space shuttle. Yep. Uh, Astro... Astro train. Uh, Astro Train. Yeah, I was literally just Astro Train. Yeah, I, I could have made up a name. Probably would have been right. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a train, but like he can also just like Go shoot off into space, and all of the all of the Decepticons fit inside him. Yeah, and he so. he does that. He does that uh, classic uh, G one mass shifting thing, 
So like when he's in robot mode, he's the same size as the rest of them. But when he's in shuttle or train mode, he's big enough for them to like ride inside of him. Much like how Megatron is just like turns into a Luger. <laughs> just turns into a gun that can be held by Starscream, even though when he's in robot mode, he's bigger than Starscream. Imagine how heavy that gun is. Right. The uh yeah, they the, just change mass. Yeah, the 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 logistics of uh of transforming in G1 is a little hokey hokey pokey. Maybe all of the energy because that that gun is kind of like a golden gun when you get shot by like magic megatron like when he's in that pistol mode you're kind of fucked yeah well in uh transformers the movie like he well uh, starscream was one shot killing all the autobots on that Flat shuttle that dead, they hijacked. yeah, yeah <laughs> fucking dead uh man i admire how bold that movie was in being just like listen up seven-year-olds you know all those transformers you like watch them fucking die right before your eyes like holes blown right into them like smoke they're they're uh they're not skin not flesh but like their their shell like their bodies like turning gray right away and like the life life going right out of their eyes as they fall down dead it's it's surprisingly brutal it's very brutal yeah they've got enslavement they've got rebellion they got death they've got a child potentially watching his father like being dropped into a vat of acid it it's everything yeah <laughs> anyway so uh to, to oh get the back, training session right to to get to get back to the comic um so they uh they jump in this shuttle and uh they they go off flying they get like a uh uh dinobot gives them like a debrief of or uh, uh gary like talks about i uh, whatever they say some bullshit on this shuttle as they're on the way to the uh uh as they're on the way to the to the, the dark scorpion side. one is called scorpionok the pterodactyl one is called pterosaur the t-rex one is called Re- yeah rexinator <laughs> It's called T Rex T hyphen W R E C K S. Now you're th- can you tell he uh, he he knows his Transformers. That is actually the name of a, uh, a of a Beast Wars era Transformer. It was a oh. Maximal that was a redeco of uh, Megatron. Oh, <laughs> shows shows what I know. Yeah, so they're all on board, um, including the uh, uh, Iron. Who's the pig dude? We like uh, Transformers, I, we swear, guys. Razor Beast. Razor Beast, right. Um, I was unfamiliar with Razor Beast growing up because he's not on the show and I didn't have a lot of the, the toys. Uh, but he seems legit. Yeah, he was a uh, fan favorite uh, core class. Uh, or not core class, basic su- class size beast. One of the yeah, he- flippy ones. Yeah, now we just need a a meerkat. We can have Timon and Pumbaa like jokes. Yeah, I actually like Razor Beast in in the comics so far. Um, so we the training session you mentioned, uh, Scorpionok is teaching is like wearing a fucking baseball cap that says coach on it. I I love this so much. <laughs> I love it so much, and he calls uh, Terrorosaur an idiot. I. Oh. 
Yeah, so he's trying to he he's training getting Pterosaur and Waspinator to like spar basically to like freshen up their their fighting skills uh to deal with the maximals. Yeah, and it's like but and and Pterosaur is like what are you talking about? Like these ones are pushovers. Yeah. And um Scorponok is basically like yeah, but when we return to Cybertron, we're not going to be fighting like scientist like maximals we're We're not going to be fighting fighting, like soldiers we're not going to be fighting these losers over here we're going to be fighting like legit maximals when we get back to cyber so like take this seriously bitch and he's and he's like use your brain pterosaur (laughs) and pterosaur like gets all mad and is like oh i i'm sick of all of this you know fuck megatron megatron sucks like all he's doing is just like jerking off like watching his fucking like golden uh cd over there his golden cd rom all i should be in charge watching his porn collection on his golden cd rom over there um i don't waste all day edging i just fab and get it over with (laughs) and then and then get back to being a real predacon two minutes flat (laughs) and uh of course megatron standing behind him yeah, that, as he's that, saying that, this, he's like, that trope really, right there. pterosaur? Yes, <laughs> it happens on the show a lot, too. I had no idea that you were the sort of visionary who deserved command. By all means, tell us more. <laughs> and Go uh, on, whip it out. <laughs> Demon- demonstrate your skills, yes. You said two minutes flat. I challenge you. <laughs> I challenge you to a fap off for leadership of the Predacons. Um, anyway, they 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 end up fighting uh, in beast mode, which is kind of cool. Uh, it doesn't go on as long he goes as it to should. Absolutely execute. Uh, it goes on a long time. Yeah, like two pages. Uh, he goes to execute Pterosaur, and of all people, Tarantula Tar- saves his life. Yeah, of all people, Tarantula Man intervenes by encasing him in some weird floating bubble shield thing. And and Megatron's like, ooh, huh? <laughs> yeah, Megatron's like, ooh, huh? How dare you? Now now enter the dragon. <laughs> and, uh, and it's t- like, uh, don't be so dramatic, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, Pterosaur still has his tactical uses. Uh, we, we can never have enough flyers. Yeah, we need soldiers, you know. We Which, can't uh, underestimate the enemy just yet. So, like, eh, like he's problematic, which is, but let's keep him around. Which is actually the same uh, line of thinking that Dinobot shared when he briefly rejoined the Predacons in uh, Season 2 of Beast Wars and Megatron wanted him to kill Quickstrike. Dinobot was like, eh, he learned his lesson, and it's also... Um, you know, we need as many uh, able bodies as we can. So it would be, uh, it wouldn't be tactically sound to kill him. I agree. I, I, I agree completely. But also we, we like Pterosaur. He's kind of more of a dick in this. He has more of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's kind of just like a, like a mischievous scamp <laughs> on, on uh, the animated. Yeah. Beast yeah. Wars. Uh, but in this, he's like an actual bully <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, the uh, we we we've talked about it before on the show, but like yeah. the the characterizations are um, 
are off. Different. Yeah, they're they're going some places. Um, I'm. It balances out for me because I really like 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 true to the cause, like Coach Scorponok. <laughs> so, <laughs> Coachanok. Yeah, Eric Scor- Burnham Scor- giveth. <laughs> Coachanok. <laughs> uh, Scorpa Coach. Scorpa Coach. There we go. Yeah, uh, Eric Burnham uh, giveth, and he taketh. <laughs> uh a quote for the ages um so so uh, yeah back back to the little uh shuttle so the shuttle uh dinobot dinobot is like oh i made some uh some special modifications to the ship and he presses a button and a bunch (laughs) of fucking missiles fly out and i'm like when bro like didn't you guys all just just find out about the shuttle yeah 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 whatever fine whatever uh, black arachnia is suddenly there with the uh with the um the the sparring trio i i guess she was the whole time i, I guess she was there the whole time yeah she, let's... yeah she kind of just shows suddenly shows up um and so they get blasted by the the it's uh, a comical scene because she's like what's that sound and Pterosaur is like, I didn't hear anything. And Waspinator's like, hmm, I do. That sounds familiar. Uh, everybody Wasp- down now. Yeah. Waspinator saves, he grabs um, <laughs> Scorponok and Black Arachnia and like, like jumps down onto the ground, right? Yeah. Not Pterosaur. Specifically, he's like, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> and so he, sure, he, he can fly too yeah and so he kind of like every flyer down. for himself but also there can be only one <laughs> <laughs> um and uh waspinator is like was anybody damaged and i'm like is waspinator even cooler in this comic <laughs> right like he's saving bros he's smart he like he's like hit the deck i'm digging him so far scold shows up and is like what happened it's like where were you (laughs) and they're like what do you think happened idiot stupid moron we're being attacked and uh gary shows up at with his uh like big like swords and is like all right fuckos where where's megatron that's a cool panel it is yeah that is I love that. that. That would have been good cover art, honestly. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna jump back. What is the what is the cover art here? Oh, the cover art is on them on the uh, the shuttle. Yeah, they don't actually ride the shuttle like that, but it's good cover art. Yeah, I, I like the him with the swords though. That's a that's a good one. A good shot. All right, that was issue ten of. I almost, I almost said issue 10 of Too Much Galavar. That was issue 10 of IDW's 2021 Beast Wars comic book. Uh, here on Too Much Galavar, we follow our uh, rating system from our main Beast Wars podcast, Too Much Energon. The Too Much Energon scale. It ranges from not enough Energon to a sufficient amount of Energon to Too Much Energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Cal, what are you giving issue 10 of Beast Wars on the TME scale? Coach Scorponok gets like a lot of points from me, but 
nothing happens. <laughs> like a lot of, but we also get, again, we're made, I feel like, like we make ourves enjoy it more when we, <laughs> when we discuss it and make jokes. We're, we're not saying we sure. we're not saying we elevate the material here, but we kind of elevate the material. <laughs> um, I like the Predacon banter, but before that, it's just an information dump. C Coach Scorbanock elevates it to a sufficient amount of energon. I'm with you there. I like the the coach Scorpionok bit, and I like the little bit of backstory uh, uh, regarding the golden disc, despite uh, unspace being a thing. So uh, I'm also going with a sufficient amount of energon. Sweet. Too much energon. And we're back in the present of 2023. It's that simple. Uh, we we along the way we encountered uh, ourselves from yesterday, and uh, I I told myself uh, to uh, make sure that I remember to wind my watch. And, and then you anyway. in the past looked at your watch and you're like, but Christopher, it's a smart watch. <laughs> but but Siege, it's it's an Apple watch. You don't need to wind those in the future. Oh. <laughs> but aren't you me from the future yeah that's how i know that siege oh <laughs> <laughs> oh folks we just literally just did a, a commentary track for bill and ted's excellent adventure it which was quite if you excellent if you want to hear that go to patreon.com slash lasercom and uh anyway that uh, was episode 117 of Too Much Energon. As I mentioned, if you want to uh, support us, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, where you get a bunch of cool, exclusive stuff for only $5 a month. And um, yeah. Yeah, we're like talking about movies with doppelgangers. Yeah, the Super Lasercomb Patreon Super Show, our former, it's a... Uh, it's a show that's been retired now, but we had a news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight. They're all on there. There's like 38 of them, which, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll revisit that at some point. Um, commentary tracks, as I mentioned, uh, all for a mere $5 a month at the single $5 Gary tier. Patreon.com slash Lasercomb. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Lasercomb, spelled the same way. You can follow the show proper at Too Much Energon. Cal, they can follow you at. Follow me at NeoCal, N E O underscore K A L. We'll be back next week with episode 119 of Too Much Energon, where we're going to be talking about the next issue of uh, the IDW 2021 Beast Wars comic. And until then, I've been The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm Cal, your other host. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, stay beastly. Stay, stay beastly, or or not. You can also stay uh, transmutate. You can. We love stay... you no matter what you stay as. Yeah, stay beastly. Stay primal. <laughs> stay frosty. Stay. Won't you? St won't. Uh, oh, fuck. There's. I think there's a song by Oingo Bungo called Stay. I was going to try and work that in, but I am blanking on it right now. Anyway, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.